the Six Pointer Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast. Uh, myself, Matthew, I am joined by, as always, my brother, Luke. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Luke. I'm not going to ask how you are. Let's move on. Kevin. Hello, mate. How are you? We are here to talk about Palace's 2-0 defeat away at the hands of Wall Var. See what I did there? Wall Var. Mm. Oh, you've done that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, Palace lost tonight, 2-0 uh, away. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick us off with... The fact that it's 2 0, we've got lots of talking points about what did or didn't go away, but Wolves are the better team. Kev? Yeah, Wolves are the better team. First 20 minutes, 25 minutes, they got at us. I don't think our shape was brilliant. I thought we were sluggish. Um, but then when we scored that goal against the run of play, which was a beautiful bit of football, I thought it was going to turn. But uh, I think the minute we went 2-0 down, it was looking tough. But I still thought we were going to get back into it. And then when we didn't get the penalty on the VAR, which wasn't a penalty, I accept. But uh, I thought we we're going to get a bit of luck. And then the minute Wilf gets fouled for his penalty, he then goes out the game. They don't even go and look at that one on VAR. And then they go and look at the Luca, pen, uh, Luca thing. So very frustrating around, really, mate. But um, let's be honest, Wolves are now joint second. So... Uh, they're not. They're going to be a tough side to beat for a lot of teams. I think this season. Yeah, and just a few decisions going Palace's way could have been, could have been Palace, couldn't it? Really, in the, in the uh, grand scheme of things. I mean, you, you touched on Wolves' start, Kev. I thought I thought they really did start well the first twenty five minutes, half an hour. Luke, would you agree with that? Oh, first, first, first half an hour. Wolves are the better team. I remember talking to someone in a WhatsApp chat and saying the first twenty minutes. I thought. Luca had a terrible game. I mean, there was there was that one Kev that you mentioned where he got skinned on the outside by I think by their wing back, and then he, he tried to he tried to play a ball into the final third and absolutely fired it at um, I think it was Schlappy who, who couldn't control the ball. But I, I, I'll be unfair if I'm putting all the blame on Luca in that first half an hour. Palace weren't good enough. Wolves were the better team, and it was only after the second goal that Palace seemed to get into their their stride. There was a, a moment that Jeffrey Schlupp had. I think about sort of 15 minutes in, maybe at the 1-0 point, where he turned turned the play. And I thought that, if I'm honest, my criticism of Roy Hodgson is going to be taking Jeffrey Slup off the pitch tonight. I thought he was the one attacking impetus who could have made a difference. And that I'm sure we're going to get into the VAR stuff. But um, all I'd say is that from the outset, my overview is we want consistency, no matter what the... Like you said, early in the season, Matthew, no matter what the uh, outcome be, it needs to be consistent because that makes it a level playing field. And I don't think we saw that tonight. It could have been quite different, couldn't it? Because it was, it was what, a minute and a half or so between our disallowed goal, which, you know, fair enough, he was disallowed and I'm not going to complain about that one. But, you know, it was it was fine margins in a sense that it, that's all it took. And then Palace had, Palace's chance had kind of gone and, and before you knew it, Palace, uh, Wolves won nil up and then it was two, wasn't it, Kev? I mean... Yeah. The, 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 the first goal, are we critical to defending for it? Well, I think, you know, the fact that he's got down the right, whipped it in. And I think, just having a quick moment, Matt, where I'm trying to remember. I, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's what is it? It's, it's Coyote's got a header on it. Let's be honest, the kid has controlled it brilliantly on his debut to put it in the corner. You know, Nathaniel's tried to close him down and it's gone through his legs. So, it's you know, he's put it in mostly the one place he could have put. 
Um, so I, I don't know if we can be too critical about it. I mean, you know, they, they've got in behind us and whipped it in, haven't they? But the thing is, we've not learned from it. And then they've then done it again a few minutes later. And that's, I think, yeah. the bit that's disappointing. And what then becomes even more disappointing about that is that you have to listen to Glenn Hoddle keep going on about it. And, uh, you know, and that, 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 that was the, mostly the toughest bit for me today. Yeah. Can I just yeah, put cool. in there, Kev, that it was fourteen pounds ninety-five pence to um, yeah. enjoy Glenn Hoddle as well. <laughs> I mean, one thing I would be dis- what well, I am disappointed with. I'll be it was raining, though. He did say, didn't he? It was raining. It, it was. It, it was raining, Kev. It was raining, really so. spinning. Really spinning. I, I, Sorry, I, I Matt. Think Sorry, Matt. I think he's got a part-time job at Met Office. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. Go. It's it's it's, it's critical insight you boys are bringing out there, and that's why you pay fourteen ninety-five for to the pleasure of listening to Glenn Hoddle. <laughs> um, no, the point I was going to make was the fact that that new left back he had a great game, but I really yeah. feel we let him have a great game. You know, he's a young lad coming in for his debut. Luca, if he's got anything about him, is absolutely clattering in the first five minutes. And I, and I was waiting and waiting for them, for them, for, for them to, to clatter him. And they never did. It, it, even, even in 94 minutes, they didn't do it. And, you know, that's where we miss James McCarthy, James yes. MacArthur today. Definitely. Because they would have won minute one, two, three, four, five, absolutely laid a tackle in there. And, and that is why I think he was allowed to have an absolute field day today to the left. I sent a text to you boys saying this feels like a Jimmy Mack game. Someone who can get stuck in and, and get their foot on the ball and put themselves about body-wise and also vocally as well throughout the middle of the pitch. I think we missed that today. Luca is a captain and, and don't get me wrong, he, he sort of leads in his, sort, his own sort of way. But for, for me, you, you missed that James McCarthy, that, that, that coaching on the field, telling people where to be. And especially people like Eze, who, Kev, I know you said this previously, but Maybe it's a bit harsh to say he looked a bit lost when he came on. I think at times maybe he did. You could argue he didn't have much time to have an impact on the game. But, but Kev, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, obviously, as I had a couple of nice touches and a couple of things, but, you know, he's he's mostly, uh, he's not necessarily a player I bring on when you're 2-0 down, if I'm honest. And that's no disrespect to him. He, he, he obviously can change games, but it's putting a lot of pressure on lad. I think it's very different if you come on at 0-0. You know, we we took Matt made the point about their left back. You know, nineteen years old, first game. You know, I talked a few weeks ago in the pod when we played uh, Everton that we should have got at Pickford that day and we didn't. And he was another player. So it, you know, we talk about game management. I've known a lot of people talk about game management. There is a little bit of me that thought, again, what goes on in that team meeting? If they know that he's playing or this young lad's on, someone's as you said, got to put something on him. Um, you know, and, and even, you know, Wilf did try to do something at the back end of the second half, but, but Wilf said it already gone then. When Wilf doesn't get that penalty and they don't even go and look at it on the VAR, I'm not harping on it because Wolves are a better side, but we had our moments in the game. And actually, you know, when they slow that down the way, same way as they slow down the free kick, um, sorry, for, from Luca, that's a penalty on Wilf. And yeah. then his head's gone. And I, I text you boys and said, Wilf's not done anything for 20 minutes. They might as well have taken him off at that point. No disrespect, because his head had gone. You know, the yeah. first 10 minutes of the second half, he was, he was when he changed sides, he looked as though he was really on it. And then he doesn't get that penalty. And I'm not saying for one moment he was sulking, he weren't. But ultimately, you just knew you weren't going to get anything. And that's how it felt. Um, so, sorry, Luke, I haven't answered the question on Eze, but there's a surprise that I've not quite answered it. I think he was OK, but it's very difficult to expect a young man to come on, 2-0 down, and change it. I think it's a shame we didn't get Ben Take on for those last eight or nine minutes, but as soon as the sending off's done, we're done. But again, 
you know, maybe Luca weren't putting one on him earlier on because he was struggling for fitness in that first 15 minutes. I do think he was off the pace big time in that first 15 minutes. Um, but, you know, again, it's not a criticism. It's just the way it was. There, there is something in we in week after week, even when we win, we talk about we'll be in the wrong position. And, and, you know, today he sort of cut a bit of an isolated figure up there. I must admit, when I first saw the, the, the penalty in inverted commas, I, I did think, I didn't think it was a penalty, Kevin. I know you were you were texting saying about it, and I was a couple of minutes behind you boys. So when anything happened, I kind of knew about it before before it happened because you guys were letting me know. So I'm waiting for it, I'm waiting for it. And I was watching, I think that's not a penalty. You know, he's he's not made contact. But then when you watched it back a number of times, and then like you say, Kevin, we come we'll come to it in a minute about the uh, uh, the later debacle that was the sending off. Um, there was was contact there, and there was more contact there than the first one um, yeah, as well. So. Yeah, I, I just think tonight, you know, the the the, the VAR thing has been played to the rule, um, very much to the line. And, and if that's the way it's done week in, week out, we can't complain. But I'm not quite sure that is the case. Well, well that's the thing, isn't it? That's why I mentioned consistency before. But So if you're going to go and look, look at the Luca challenge, all right, fair enough, you don't think the Wolves a red card, but it's still it's still a, a moment in the game which is worthy of review, surely. Is it because it, it, if the bloke is taken out and there's a, a potentially a penalty and a, a game changing decision, you need to go and look at that the same way you're going to look at a red card because essentially red card killed the game anyway. So uh, that, that's yeah. that's where my 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 problem is. It's not in the rules so much; it's in the consistency of applying the rules. So allow the referee freedom to go and watch, go go and have a look at the the replay. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe the referee, you know, given that he last year booked Will for diving the Arsenal away. Um, in a penalty situation, had that in the back of his mind. You don't know, do you? It feels like the minute they say though they're going to go to the monitor, that's it. You know the decision's going the other way because it's like in the in the in the in the audience, in the in the uh, in the television studio, wherever they are in Soho, they're saying you've got it wrong, mate. Have a look at the telly, and, yeah. it, and it does feel like that. We go, wouldn't it? We get we spoke about that at the monitor at Sellers Park with the Everton game when they gave away the penalty, Joel Ward. The minute that the referees told you know you might want to go and have a look at that, they're almost being told you've got it wrong, so you need to make a decision. So, sensible thing that Glenn Hoddle said on that bit was you know if you go back a few years ago, that there's nothing wrong with the tackle. He won the ball, you know, yeah. and, and it's only his momentum that's taken it into the kids, uh, the, the, the the lads thing. You know, obviously no one wants to see a player get hurt. Absolutely not. But ultimately, and again, if you look at Luca's body language when he goes off and then he runs up the sort of tunnel upstairs, he's sort of looking as if to say, what am I meant to do? You know, I'm a combative midfield player. I've made a good tackle. I've actually won the ball. And there is a degree of follow through. But what what are you? I I, I just I don't understand. And it's not because it's Palace, quite frankly. You know, Wolves are a great side. No issue with the fact that Wolves, you know, undone us with a couple of good goals. But as Matt said earlier, it could have gone either way. But it just it just kills the game. And then yeah. when you've paid fourteen ninety five for it, you've missed Gogglebox and you've missed Coronation Street. <laughs> I mean, what is the point? You know, my Friday night, you know, I was so proud of myself that I managed to finally get through the sky or the BT walls to actually get to open this bloody thing, get it on, pay fourteen ninety five. You know, and then you watch that. And then, you know, as you say, it is what so, it is, boys. So, Kev, let's talk about that, though, as, as a consumer experience as well. Because I, I think I said to this to you, boys, £29.90, right? If, if, if the, the law-abiding Palace fan is to, to, to pay that, to watch Palace for the last two games, mm. does that justify value for money for you? Turn it around. What do you want to pay? 
I want to pay five to seven pounds for a game. I think is reasonable. I would have paid. Realistic? I, I would have paid ten pound. You know, and so I think, I think realistic. I think ten pound is realistic, but I'm the prick who's paid fourteen ninety five because I didn't watch the Fulham game. So I've paid fourteen ninety five to watch that tonight. You know, and that's that's disappointing. But but you know, if we get a result, am I then disappointed? I was happy that I was going to be watching it. It was a Friday night. I'm just. I think I'm just more disappointed because again. You know, I know we've done this literally. The game's only finished, what, 35 minutes ago. Um, yeah. I think what I'm disappointed about is, again, we're talking primarily about the VAR decisions, which, you know, does that mask how we played? I don't think we played particularly bad. I don't think anyone was outstanding, but Wolves are a good side. And as I say, they've gone joint second. They you were know, they're joint, They were they're joint good. On, they're joint on points with, you know, they're joint on points with... Um, uh, with, with Liverpool, yes, I know they've played a game more, but ultimately they're a good side, and you know yeah. it's it's just frustrating. It's frustrating more than anything else. But I don't think know. I don't think we can you know get away from the fact that Wolves were the better team tonight, and that's why I said at the Absolutely. outset. You know that's the case. I think I think the discussion points are interesting ones because they are unfortunately about a technology, and unfortunately about a technology in some ways letting Palace down. In other ways, let's not let's not get it wrong. You know the the goal was offside. Fine. The penalty yeah. offside, fine. I think it's things like the sending off that, that get you because it's let's let's face it, as 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 people do say, and I don't don't like the term, but it is it's killing the game in a sense that it's a game of football. Then the park, you make an attack, or you know, you go in to win the ball, you don't go to take the bloke normally. Um, but you know, it, it, it is normal, and and this is this is making it scientific, and it, and indeed, actually, it's not even scientific because it's judgment, and it's subjective judgment, and it's looking at slow motion. I think again, your mate Glenn Hoddle said it, Kev, or the other the other chap said it. Um, you know, you can make anything in slow mo look bad. It's going to look bad. You know, it's a wet surface. Obviously, as Glenn Hoddle said, you know, they're counting the pace. You know, he can't put right. his leg out. He's got to get, he's going to win the ball, and he can't then take his leg out to, in in that split split millisecond to get away from the bloke. The fact is, he went Such in, he won the ball, and and and, he, and 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 we move on. But unfortunately, that that is what is disappointing about it. And also, just to pick on a point a minute ago on in terms of when they go to the screen, one I think they are by virtue of them telling them to go to the screen, they are saying you got it wrong, mate. Secondly, if you've ever gone out for a run. And you run a certain distance and then you try to do something, you concentrate on something, look at your phone or whatever. Goodness me, you, I mean, with me, my vision's blurred. You know, I can't think straight because I'm struggling to breathe. Now, this bloke's probably won 10K by this point and they're shouting in front of a monitor expecting to make a calm decision. <laughs> yeah, it's a fair point. I mean, for me, Matt, just very quickly on a VAR before I bore everyone to tears. I think the only issue I've got, every point you've made there about the VAR is right. The only thing I'd struggle with, which what Lucas said, is the inconsistency bit. There is something, I think, in what Luke says about the Atkinson thing, because to me, if, if he goes and looks at the monitor with the Wilf penalty and then he doesn't give it, then I'm cool with that. I accept that because actually... Yeah. That's how he's seen it. But I, it's only because it was slowed down three or four times that I could see it. And I thought, no, he's absolutely caught him before he's hit. Um, you know, and, and, and again, in fairness to Hoddle, I'm, I'm bigging Glenn up big time now because not only was he an exceptional player, but he did actually call that right. He said that he thought that yeah. was a penalty as well. So in fairness to, to, to Hoddle, um, I agree with that. that. That was the same thing. And I think if... if if Atkinson goes and looks at it then and doesn't give it a penalty, do you know what? I'm, I'm pissed off, but I accept it. 
It's when he doesn't do it, and then he goes and looks at the Luca thing. That's what I don't get, and that that's actually all I'm. That's all I'm really pissed off about, if I'm really honest. Sorry to swear, but that's all I'm disappointed about. I think you're right. I think you're right, Kev. And I'm just looking up now. It's twenty past ten. She said the game finished about half an hour ago. Steve Sidwell is still talking. What's he talking about? Go on, He's still Steve. talking. I tell you what, though, I'm not going to lie. I'm pleased it was Steve Sidwell at half time because I was really worried I was going to have to listen to Glenn at half time as well. As you know, when I text you guys, I thought, oh no, I can't do this. Um, So so thankfully, uh, I thought Steve Sidwell spoke a lot of sense at at half time. I haven't. Apparently, uh, Kev, apparently Steve Sidwell grew up a Palace fan. So, you know. He's a what? A Palace fan. He grew up as a Palace fan. Top man. Well, I, I always said he was, when I saw him down at Brighton last year, because I saw him because my daughter's, as you know, does her Chelsea stuff, and he was he was a he was an absolute gentleman, Steve said. Well, when we were down there See. last year, a top man, top man. Well, Matthew, go on, Matthew, Luke. to go back, go just go back to your point of you talk about killing the game, and I think to, to, to isolate that one incident, right? If you're going to issue a red card for that, then you're going to stop a lot of players from going into a lot of 50-50s or 60-40s or even 70-30s. I mean, if you're 2-0 down, you're going to challenge for the ball and that, that's, your, that's your job as club captain and that's your job as, as defensive midfielder for, 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 the, for the club. So if, if that's now a red card, then you affect a lot of the way those players play, to be honest with you, and, and you're almost going to strip that of the game if that is the way you're going to play because those players aren't going to commit themselves, aren't going to feel so connected with the game because they're not putting everything they can into the game, they're always going to feel like they were withholding something because otherwise you're going to get a red card. Yeah. And again, I can't believe this. This this is three in a row now for Mr. Hoddle. Glenn Hoddle said exactly that. If you don't actually make that tackle as a player, your manager and your players are looking at you saying, why didn't you make that tackle? So, you know what, it's... It's just it's disappointing, boys, on a Friday night that we're talking about one silly red card, which mostly didn't change the course of the game, but it, it, it gets all the headlines, as far as I'm yeah. concerned, because yeah. it's VAR gone wrong again. Yeah, and we had a few chances in the second half as well. Scott Dan had one that came out a bit quick, maybe, and he was caught a bit unawares of as well. We all had a chance as well. Or Scott Dan was the first half, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, first Scott half. Was first half, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Will from the second half. You know, there were chances of Palace tonight. It's not all, it's not all doom and gloom. And again, you no, know, like I said, Wolves are a great team. You know, they play some lovely football. I did wonder at points in the first half if we, if we were going to change our formation because they were absolutely battering us down the wings. Yeah, but you uh, say that, Matt. You say they were battering us, but if you look, unless I'm mistaken, and I've not seen any of the stats the second half, but we had more possession than Wolves in the first half. We I had 51%. So. We, no, we had 51% of the possession. They had 49 So we had more of the football than they did in the first half. I don't think we've ever had the football more than another team. Well, ever. There's something wrong there then. There's something wrong there then, Kev. We're, we're failing at our game plan then because we, we're not good we, we've got the ball. We had 51%, 51% of the That's possession. That's pretty interesting. It, to to me, it felt the first half, it felt like we were getting absolutely peppered. It felt like they had the, the, they had the two win-backs were... We I mean, talked about number three, someone clattering, but they, they, they were absolutely battering us. That's what I said down that, down that wing. I just thought we're going we're gonna to spend the whole half in our own half. And it, and it wasn't until the sort of last quarter of that game, or last third of that game, of that first half, that we actually got on the ball, Luke. Yeah. I, I thought the problem with Palace's game plan, especially in the first half an hour, was that Palace are very good at, at sort of laying off and sitting off and inviting a little bit of pressure on to an extent, maybe to the 18-yard line, then Palace put a foot in, pushed those two banks of four so close together, there's no room to get past. But the problem here was that Wolves have got some good players with some decent shots in them. But then Don Dionka hit one from about 20 yards and struck Neonga coast and bar, didn't he, after about 35 minutes? 
The problem was that Palace were still adapting that same game plan they had against Fulham against Brighton to invite the pressure on. But Wolves are a much better team in the sense that they can hit it from further. And, and they did really did challenge Palace's goal from that further out, which I think was a bit of a hole in, in our game plan today. Yeah, I think I think if you look at what happened at the weekend of the game, it doesn't matter now because it's gone. But I think, you know, I, I believe Newcastle shaped up to play Wolves with the same formation. So instead of 4-4-2, I think they went with 4-5-1. To, uh, and, and I suppose, it, I'm not saying it would have been right, it would have been right for Roy to do that, but... But that's what they did to frustrate Wolves the other day. And, and let's be honest, if Wolves had won the other day, you know, they'd be top of the league tonight. Yeah. Because they would have had another two points and they would have been top of the league if, you know, with the, with the Newcastle game. So I, I think the thing is, you know, we, as we always will do, chaps, we'll always be uh, very pragmatic about what we've done. I think it's disappointing. But as you said, Matt, let's not get totally down on it. It's not as if uh, it was a Brighton one-shot scenario you know yes we've lost the game but we've played some decent football and they're a good side so you know we move on to our uh, whoever our next game is um and 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 look at it and think well we can learn from it because you know if we'd won tonight we would have been joint second which i know sounds crazy but that's how the league is this year so let's as we've said all the way along whenever i've done the pods with you guys let's not get too let's not get too excited and let's not get too too depressed because ultimately you know, we've still got the weekend, chaps. We have, we have, Kev. And, and for, that, for, for, the, for those who, for those who are obviously listening to us and not not seeing this video Zoom call, you know, Luke is wearing a dressing gown. He's drinking a can of beer and he's got a cup of tea on the go. So whatever's going on at that end, I don't know. I want some of that. Do you want to see what I've got? I mixed Hold it on, well, mate. For the listeners, Kev is just disappearing off screen. Come back on screen now, and he's got. He's got a straw. I've got G and T. Got genius, yeah, That's and a, a genius straw. Place. Okay, look at it. It's a metal straw. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Palace is driving to, mate. Uh, driving me to drink, mate. There you go. But but you know, it, listen, it is it is what it is, chaps. You know, we're very Matthew fortunate. Matthew looks like he should be in bed anyway. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging on here because I'm trying to get as much as I can at my 40.95. I'm now looking at some like nightclub <laughs> views. Like, I, mean, I, mean, I don't actually know. Is it still going on? I'm, I'm, hanging on, I'm hanging on, getting every penny out of this. Look, we lost 2-0. I think VAR uh, has kind of is taking the headlines and has certainly taken over the podcast. We have to remember that we played a very good team tonight. They did start very well. And before we knew it, we were 2-0 down. Uh, yes, there were some uh, horrific decisions made in that game, notably the sending off. Um, that let's hope doesn't change the tone of football. But as we said, Luke is wearing a dressing gown. He's drinking tea and beer at the same time. And Kev's got a G&T. So, onwards and upwards. Who have we got uh, next, though, Matt? Who have we got next? Before you finish off the pod, who we got, who's our next game? Leeds. Leeds at home. It would have been very easy to get down in the dumps after that. But, you know, what, Kev, I think you're right. I think next time you and I need to wear a dressing gown, though. We will. We will. I, I'll get my Hugh Hefner one. <laughs> I gave Matthew one of these. He, he can bounce around good bit, aren't they? Good, bro. I have got one, yeah. I'm not sure I'm out of the pod, but I've, I've got one, yeah. <laughs> but As always, chaps, great to talk, dressing gowns included. Uh, to all our listeners, thank you uh, for, for checking in with us. Uh, thanks for sticking, sticking through this pod. 
Um, hope you're in your dressing gowns too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget to check us out on the Six Pointer Podcast on Instagram and, and on Twitter. Uh, until next time, Leeds uh, versus Palace. Uh, take care, look after yourselves. And as always, up the Palace. Up the, up the palace. palace. The Six Pointer Podcast. Oh, 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 oh,